With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. And welcome to Lunchtime Inspiration with Empower to Empower Others. This is your host, Valerie Burrell. Grateful and thankful to have with us today as our special guest, my beautiful niece. That's right. My beautiful <laughs> niece is here with us, Ms. Keisha McGee, a, a phenomenal woman <laughs> of God who has a story. I, I, I get excited when I look at her. She's military, and that's a whole nother thing in and of itself. She just re-upped to do some more work to serve her country, um, which is just amazing. But we're here today because we want to inspire you. And so, uh, Keisha, you want to tell everybody hello? (laughs) Good morning, everybody. Um, I'm just really thrilled to share my story with you all, and thanks for having me, Auntie. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, So Keisha and I were just sort of, bouncing back and forth about what what and how. And so she shared with me her favorite scripture, which comes out of 1 John 4. And I'm going to actually read to you from um, King James, but I'm going to read to you verses 1 through 6. Her favorite scripture is 1 John 4, 4, but I'm going to read this to you. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. And as I stated, Keisha said that her favorite scripture was verse 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, Keisha, can you just share with me, why is that your favorite scripture? What does that scripture speak to you, and how do you relate to it? 
Amen, amen. I personally, I have gone through a lot. Um, I'm 30, 34 years old. I'll be 35, Lord's willing, this year. And I've gone through a lot, like I said, just from my childhood until, you know, recently. And I have to, becoming a woman of God is not easy when, you know, you're single and you're out with your friends and you want to do your thing and you're just trying to find yourself, find your way in life. And, but you know, you always know, or you have this feeling that you, you are a woman of God and God has a calling on your life. So it's hard to try to balance those things. And when I pray, every time I pray, I ask God, you know, how do I know, how do I fix this, help me, because I'm trying to do the right thing. And this verse in particular always pops up in my mind, you know, greater is God that's within me than he who is in the world that's trying to persuade me or convince me to do things that I shouldn't be doing. And even when it comes to work, you know, it doesn't have to be my personal life, but, you know, at work, sometimes you have those challenging situations or coworkers that come against you or try to put you down, and you just always have to remember the person that you serve or the God that you serve, who is your father, your friend, everything that you need is greater within you than the people that try to come against you or the spirits that try to come against you. And so that's just the foundation of everything that I feel like has made me successful in life. That's good. That's good. Um, you know, with this, this passage of scripture from First John 4 um, is very prevalent in this hour that we're living because um, things have shifted in such a way and there are many people that are coming forth and speaking and um, acknowledging and releasing. And so it is very crucial that um, we have an ear to hear what the spirit of God is saying and identify with that voice mm-hmm. and that voice alone. And as you shared, being single, been there, done that, been there, done that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the mm-hmm. many challenges that you face, trying to live for God. And you said it's not easy. And I will say I will say that it has it has opportunities, but I think it pretty much comes down to choices. It comes mm-hmm. down to choices. Um it, it, it mm-hmm. comes down to whether you're willing to really rely on God and his infinite wisdom for your life. Or whether you want to take chances and then deal with consequences. What are your thoughts? So it's funny because I was just, and I I totally agree with you. I think that it's about choices and the decisions that you make. And most of us have, you know, a discernment of what's right and what's wrong and what we should do. Many of us know that it's, it's, it's simple, but it's not simple because, Something that you may be wanting to do that that seems like or that your flesh makes you feel like, oh, this is what I need right now. This will make everything better, you know, but the spirit is telling you, you know, that that's not of God. You don't need to do that. But I, the reason why I said that is because last night it was so funny because I, for the past two weeks, it's been so weird. I don't know what's going on, but I've been – 
haven't really been able to sleep a lot. And I know, you know, growing up in the church, the the older generation, they tell you, if you wake up in the middle of the night, 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, just it's God trying to tell you to pray. So I've been praying a whole lot, and something else that's just been popping up in my mind or popping up in my spirit is, oh, ye of little faith. And I think that uh-huh. when we – don't allow God to do his thing or to guide us in the direction that we need to go in, we end up setting ourselves back so far. And we, and we don't even realize it, but life is set up for us to just, to just live, to, to have faith in him and just live. And if you do that, you can truly move mountains. You can truly be successful. You can truly have, you know, the finances or whatever your heart's desire is. You can truly have those things if you just have faith. And that's the big. That's one of the biggest things for me uh, recently with my, you know, success. I can attribute all of that to me finally just letting go and letting God. That that cliche, you know, let go and let God. And it's just it's. It's real, and and I think that that's one of the biggest things for me that I had to to grasp when trying to walk this path, you know, with God. Letting go and letting God. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. cliche cliche as it may be, that that um, that profound in its understanding. Truly, because how many of us really want to relinquish our will to God? Mm-hmm. You know, um, when you have those moments or those itches and you're out with friends and, uh, you know, you're feeling the pressures of the world, as you stated, you know, sometimes you just feel like, ooh, that, ooh, that. But the mm-hmm. Spirit of God will mm-hmm. speak to you and say, um, Keisha, you know everybody watching you, right? <laughs> you know they're yeah. going to you when you post you where you were in church and you were, you were raising mm-hmm. your hands and you posting a message. And you know they're looking at you, mm-hmm. Keisha. So, like, what you getting ready to do? Listen, I had to have that conversation. I swear, I, uh, like, I feel like you hit everything right on the head because I swear about this time last year, so I, I had um I used to live in DC closer to you, um and I was because I was stationed there and I used to go to First Baptist of Glen Arden and I love that yep, church. I that, t- that church really <laughs> yes it really it really touched my spirit in a way that I had never felt before uh, and I I'm gonna say my adult spirit because as kids when you grow up in church you know your parents make you go you know and you have you know, God is with you as a child because he knows you don't know any better. But when you become an adult and you find the spirit for yourself, you know, it's a completely different feeling. But anyway, so I felt that at that church. And so Lord knows I used to love, I I would love to be in a club. So what I would do was I would, I would club all weekend, Friday, Saturday, as soon as I get off. And then I'm right in church on Sunday morning. It didn't matter didn't matter how I felt, I was just right there Sunday morning. And it's so funny that you said, you know, people are watching you because 
people would see me get all done up Friday and Saturday night and then would see my same post, made it to church, hallelujah, posting the scripture, <laughs> and just be like, and they just like, this girl, we, you know, she be clubbing, but she love the Lord. And I, I had to really just find myself and figure out what is it that I actually want to do? Like, what side of the fence do I really want to be on? Because, you know, what it, that's when you go into, be, you know, having that lukewarm faith and not that's giving right. it all. And you thinking, you thinking you know what's better, best for you, and you like, well, Lord, you know, I know you don't want me to, you know, I'm still young, and I still got it, and I know you don't want me to be, you know, how am I going to meet my husband if, you know, I don't go nowhere, and I just only go to church and all this other stuff. So all of this is going through my mind, and, and, and I was struggling for a while because I, I really wanted to try to please God, but also please my flesh at the same time, and you know, that's a very difficult task. And if anybody that's struggling with that right now, I will tell you, it is nothing like being completely free and allow God, allowing God to take full control uh, control and full reins of your life. I'm not perfect, but I have come a long way um, in in terms of that. And I have seen a drastic change in my life all the way around. Um and it just it just makes sense to me to to just let go and let God. It just makes so much more sense to me, and it feels so free. You know, it's a it's a it's a feeling of relief. Um, we are not perfect. None of us, by far, are perfect at all. But it just it just makes you it. You have a better appreciation of yourself when you can make that sacrifice, that ultimate sacrifice for not only yourself but for God because he made that sacrifice for you. And I want to say that, you know, my entire life I have always been favored, always been favored. There has never been a time in my life that I've really wanted or needed for anything. God has always provided for me. And it got to a point where I got old enough to to realize that, and I'm, I notice my friends or family members that may be struggling, and I've just always been favored. And I, I questioned God. I was like, well, what, what, it, you know, something bad is bound to happen to me because I know I'd be all over the place. I do whatever it is that I want. I talk to people crazy. But at the end of the day, you can't question God's favor because favor over my life. I can't I can't ask him why he has favor over my life because I don't know the plan or who I'm supposed or the who or the what I'm supposed to touch with this favor or this gift that he's placed in my life. And I just have to be able to realize recognize it and cleanse myself enough to be able to carry out the job that he has for me. Yeah, that's good. You know, this morning at seven thirty I talked about um how God chooses us. He chooses us, and he justifies yep. us. And so, you know, when you talk mm-hmm. about, you know, God, how is it that I'm favored? And, you know, I watch others struggling, and, you know, I'm not living up to par, but you still, your hand and your, your favor and your grace is upon me in a way that I need nothing, and it's because of his love for you. And, and sure, we yep. never understand the full magnitude of what he desires to do with us. But one thing you said is, is so true, 
when you can step into the understanding that you are to be used by him, and, and I watch you being a, a, a woman of color in the military, and I can't even imagine the many people that you've encountered that look up to you, but I know it's a lot of people, a lot of people that you've spoken yeah. into their lives, and God uses you in the, in the Army to, to bring about change. And so are you able to or, or do you find yourself um, being in the military that you are free in, in releasing faith statements and aiding other sisters um, in their walk with God? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so right now, my current position, so I've been in the military for all of you that don't know me. I know my bio is available, but I've been in the Army now 10 and a half years, and um, right now, currently, I'm an instructor. I teach surgical technology. So I may see, like, 90, over 90 students at a time. We have anywhere between 90 to 100 students at once per cycle, and our cycles are like nine weeks long. And um, there, within those cycles, you probably have maybe, if I had to do it like a percentage, maybe like 20, 30 percent of the class is African American, maybe 50, 50 to 60 percent of the class is female and then so on, so on. But it's tri-service, so it's not just Army, it's the Air Force and and the Navy as well um, within that class. So I have, um, I I get the opportunity to see, like, the different personalities. And these these soldiers that come in or sailors or airmen that come in, they're all under the age of 25. Most of them are, like, 19, 18, 19, just left home, and they're terrified, you know, they 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 don't have their parents, they don't have that, that faith base that they need. And a lot of them, because I make it very known, you know, that I believe in God and, you know, I'm there for them if they need to talk. And a lot of them, you know, come to me to talk to me. And actually this morning I had to administer a test and a few of them came and pulled me to the side and they're just like, Sarah McGee, can you pray with us, please, that we pass this test? And, you know, it may be funny in the moment, but they really, you know, believe in the power of prayer. And the fact that they come and ask me to pray for them is a powerful thing for me. And I don't take that for granted at all. I use the opportunity to pray for them, not only, you know, for the test, but just whatever they may be going through because a lot of the times they keep a lot of the stuff that they go through or we keep a lot of the stuff that we go through at work suppressed and you don't really have an outlet um, because for myself here in San Antonio, I don't really have any family members. It's just me. So it's, it's tough at times to to be able to really be yourself and and be vulnerable. So God is all you know is all you have, and so that prayer foundation is very important. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's do it, mm-hmm. do it, do it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's, I That's have awesome. to because they get, they come to me and they look at me and I'm just like. They're just so young, and and they don't know any better, and they just they they look for that guidance, and I try to provide that the best way that I can. Um, you mentioned that I just re-upped for six years. 
Um, it's because I'm changing my job and I've, I'm trying to, um, I'm going in a different avenue where I would actually speak to people more. Um, I have my master's degree in organizational management, but I'm looking to uh, pursue my doctoral in counseling because I, I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy getting to, you know, the heart of the matter and trying to figure out, you know, how I can really help people. And I want to do it within the church. Like, I feel like people come to church, a lot of people come to church because, you know, of course they love God and they want to seek, you know, faith and and have that congregation feeling. But a lot of people come to church because they really have a lot of issues and they feel like church is their outlet or church is somewhere they can trust people to just let them know what's going on and I I, I want to be there for them. So it's it's a passion of mine and I, I pray that God I, I don't know if that's what God has for me but I feel like it is. So everything is moving in the direction that, you know, that I want right now. That's awesome. You're my niece. <laughs> You're my I know, and I was thinking about that. I was like, she is doing everything that I want to do, and I need to pick her brain more. But you get, we get so caught up in life that we don't, you know, you forget to reach out or do all of that. But most definitely, I will definitely be reaching out more because it's just our family is full of successful women that have or people that have done their thing, and all we have to do is reach out to one another for that guidance. Absolutely. We do have a few callers on the line and a few people in the chat room. If anyone has a question or a comment, certainly press one and we'll bring you live. Um, Lakeisha, you know, when, we, when you, share, you share that story, um, it goes back to that scripture in 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's within me than he that is in the world. And so when those young people come mm-hmm. and they recognize the God in you, um, they, yeah, they absolutely want to rely on that strength. And as you continue to be transparent before them, as you continue um, to walk the walk and talk the talk before them, that's only going to draw them closer to him. It's not about them being close Mm -hmm. to Keisha, um, but it's about them being close to him. So I am excited about that, to hear that you are, you're operating in who God called you to be. And that is amazing. You also shared about... um, Mm -hmm the challenges that you face is as being a single. Um, You've not always been single. Mm -mm. What lessons have you learned? What lessons have you learned um, with just a few moments? What lessons have you learned about life, marriage, and singledom that you could share with someone today? Um, To not be a the, the biggest thing I've learned is to not be afraid to embrace who you truly are and not who you want to be for someone else. So real quick, I've been married a couple times. I've been married twice, three times technically, but um, I've, been mar- I've been in two serious marriages. The first one was very abusive, very, 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 very abusive um, relationship. And the second was it was a really good relationship, but I wasn't in a place that I needed to be in to 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 stand up and be the woman I needed to be in that relationship. So I had both ends of the spectrum um, as far as marriages. And now 
from those two those two marriages, I have learned who I am and what I need or what I want in a relationship. And I think that that is very important as well to to get to know yourself, take time to get to know yourself, and then um, ask God to help you find the husband that he has for you because what we want may not always be what God has or wants us to have. And so it's very important to pray that particular prayer to God about what you want. And um, I think that that's important. Um, The first marriage, I, I mentioned that it was a very abusive relationship, and I've actually been able to use that um, to better myself and better those around me um, because a lot of the soldiers that I do encounter, um, one, of my, one of my roles in the military is a victim advocate, and we handle situations uh, that come with sexual harassment and sexual assault and abuse. So having that experience, being able to relate with these much to me because I know where they're coming from. I know how they feel. I know the fear. I know the pain. And it's 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 phenomenal to be able to stand there and give them the advice. And so I, I find that very rewarding. Um, and as far as relationships, I, I feel like I'm choosing to be single right now. Um, my last marriage ended probably. My last marriage ended about four years ago, and within that four years, I had time to really grow as a person and get to know myself. Because, like I said, I went through a phase of I was gonna do my own thing and wasn't nobody gonna stop me. And I did that, and you know, I feel like it made me a better person because now I know who I am. But at the same time, I made a lot of reckless decisions that could have backfired on me. But because I have the favor of God, he let He allowed me to make it through that crazy time uh, period and make it out of there safe with a little bit of bruises, <laughs> a few bruises, but but I'm still safe. Um, and so, so now I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Wow. So much. So much, so much to glean from this conversation, so um, listeners. <laughs> you've been on the air mm-hmm. today um, with our lunchtime inspiration with Keisha McGee, um, who is um, a phenomenal woman who is still in the process, as we all are, of becoming. One thing that I love about Keisha is that she exemplifies our motto at the empowerment place that once you've been empowered, you take the responsibility to empower someone else. So it is my prayer that today you heard something that inspired you, something that made you possibly take a closer look at your walk, your talk, uh, your relationship. But hold on to this. As from the scripture, 1 John 4, 4, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hold on to that. Know that you are chosen of God. He, he has great expectation for your life. He wants to use you, and he chose you because he loves you. We invite you to join us again tomorrow at lunchtime for another inspirational message. 
I know you'll be empowered by it. I'll be on Facebook tomorrow morning at 7.30 for Morning Motivation. I ask that you join us there. If these lunchtime sessions are a blessing to you, please share them with your friends, your family. Get the link posted on your social media pages. Just help us grow what it is that God is doing in this season. Know that we love you so very much, and God loves you too. Be blessed. Have a great day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.